0: Happy new year guys! Have you set your goals for 2024 yet? Maybe most of you have at least thought about what your priorities will be this year. But maybe you haven't thought about helping your child set their goals. So today we're talking about why it's good to start teaching your kids about goals early, how to approach it, and what to focus on. Goal setting goes beyond just aiming for success. It teaches kids responsibility, cultivates a can-do attitude, and sets the stage for a powerful lifelong habit. But how do we ensure our kids not only set goals, but actually get inspired to work on them? Stick around, because I've got actionable tips that will guarantee your children not only do the work, but also feel inspired and empowered. So if you want them to master this valuable skill, listen up and learn the eight aspects of effective goal-setting for kids. I'm Billy, and this is Unlock Your Child's Full Potential Podcast, where we equip parents with practical ideas on how to nurture their children's best selves. A key takeaway I want to start with is, goal-setting, along with all the other tools and exercises we discuss here, is not a one-and-done deal. These are aspects where you mull over and prep, So you can drop some wisdom when the moment's right. It's way more organic and has much more impact that way. I mean, we're talking about kids here. Information sinks in better when it feels like play or just part of an activity. So keep it flowing, keep it natural. And here's a cool approach. Explain to your child why we're diving into goal setting to get them pumped. They might not be keen initially, and that's totally fine. Circle back to it soon. Plant the seed, and when you catch a chance in a casual chat, drop examples of how you're doing it. The other day, I had a chat with my 10-year-old daughter, Laura, and I shared about my main goal for the year, creating an online course and growing the podcast following. And it wasn't just a conversation. It felt more like a deep connection. She looked at me with those big brown eyes, trying to understand being supportive, even a bit inspired. I didn't try to push it and turn the focus on her goals right then and there. I just shared. I realized I enjoy these moments, not just as a coach and a parent, but receiving support and love my way. And what's great is that next time the topic of goals pops up, She'll have more context and be one step further. It's as simple as that, a natural progression. Over the years, going through many goal-setting workshops, seminars, and books, I've come to the conclusion that there are a few key aspects of effective goals, and I want to highlight them for you. Number one, goals need to be precise. Something like, being a kinder person is good in theory, but it's not clear enough what your child needs to do to achieve the outcome of being kind. A goal that would ensure this outcome can be do one kind gesture a day or help one person today. Number two, use positive language. It's better to phrase her goal as do this instead of don't do this. In the example of being kind, don't use rude language towards my sister would be better phrased as Watch my language when disagreeing with my sister number three a goal should be measurable in laura's case read 30 books this year as opposed to just reading more books having an exact number makes it easy to know if she's reached her goal or not number four goals should have an exact time frame maybe a yearly one like reading 30 books Or a monthly challenge, like doing a thousand sit-ups. The important part is having a deadline. Otherwise, she may never start working towards it. She can keep putting it off and thinking she'll do it later. Number five. Goals should be ambitious, but achievable. Some people would argue that goals should be big, not achievable. So even if you complete half of what you aimed for, you will, will still be far ahead. But in the case of children, I think goals should be set to be achievable. You don't want them to be discouraged that they failed at their first attempt, right? You want to help them build momentum, to be proud of themselves for setting a goal, working towards it, and achieving it. Number six, it's also helpful to have a tracking method. If your child's goal is to read 30 books this year, have a sheet where you enter each book they've read. The title, the author, the date, or have a sheet with 30 spaces to check off every time they're done reading a book. We all know how good it feels to see you're making progress. Number seven, if a goal is complex, chunk it into smaller pieces so it doesn't feel overwhelming. Imagine your child wanting to join the school basketball team. Instead of stressing about tryouts, break it down. Practice shooting, learn the game rules, connect with team members. Each step is like a piece of a puzzle. Breaking down big goals into smaller achievable steps turns a daunting challenge into a fun adventure. And this gets me to number eight. Goals should be enjoyable. The number one reason people fail to reach their goals is because they're not having fun. If it doesn't bring you joy and light you up, it won't stick. It's not just about the end result, it's about the journey. So, grab your child, sit down, and brainstorm. How can we make this a blast? Take reading, for instance. Ask, how can we make reading 30 books a joy? If your kid is into Harry Potter, why not dive into the entire series? Tailor goes to their interests. Find ways to make it fun. Here is a cool strategy I found super effective waving routines into habits or goals. For example, Laura aimed to conquer pull-ups. With the gymnastic rings in our living room, it was easy to stay consistent. We kicked it off by focusing on negative pull-ups, the downward half of the move, in order to build muscle and prep for the full move. For a month, Laura committed to three negative pull-ups every day after school. If she felt like pushing more, awesome, why not? We kept track on a piece of paper stuck on the wall. This routine made taking action a no-brainer. And soon enough, progress showed. In a few months, she nailed seven full pull-ups within five minutes. Not all in one set, but pretty darn close. The secret? Turning the goal into a daily habit. It works like magic. And here I need to add something. Celebrating every little win is a big deal. It's not just about the achievement. It's about reinforcing a positive self-image in our kids. When they feel like winners, it's a vibe that sticks in their brains. The next time a challenge shows up, they'll be subconsciously thinking, yeah, learning pull-ups was tough, but I nailed it. I can tackle the next tricky thing too. And this is exactly what we want building confidence through those small victories and setting them up for success. Keep in mind that when working with your kids on their goals, they might hit you with, I have no clue what goals to set, nothing I want to achieve right now. When they don't know where to start, which is totally normal in the beginning, you can help them out by giving them examples from your life and sharing about your goals. You can also ask them if they want your input on what their goals could be. You know your kids, you know their interests, their strengths, the areas they can improve in. Make a suggestion and ask if they want to add it to their list. But here is a golden rule. Let them call the shots. Don't do all the heavy lifting. You're here to only spark motivation. Let them own it. Inspire them to find their groove and help them put it into words. A word of caution, start small, don't overdo it. Two to three goals is optimal. You don't want to overwhelm your child. Having one longer-ranged goal and one shorter would be terrific. You can always come up with more once she has achieved the first one. And after you've wrapped up the goal-setting session, the next move is getting the list up and visible. Encourage your child to hang it somewhere they'll catch a glimpse regularly. And here's the trick. Find that sweet spot between visibility and privacy. You want it to be in their face enough to stay motivated, but not so out there that they feel the pressure to explain the whole deal to anyone who glances at it. And remember, it's totally cool if the end result is a bit messy and it doesn't unfold exactly as planned what really matters is the journey you want your child to get comfortable with the notion that setting goals is a regular thing and it's about checking progress tweaking things when needed also feel no pressure to sit down and do a goal setting workshop right away because it's the start of the year and this is how we the grown-ups do it Teaching your child this valuable skill would be amazing, no matter what time of the year it is. Lastly, it's time to finish strong. Treat your little goal setter to something special. Maybe ice cream, a small present, or a little reward. Make it a moment to remember, a sweet bonding experience between you two. That way, they'll look back on the Hoshi Bank as a pleasant activity and be pumped to dive into it again. Well, that's it. I hope you found these tips helpful and that they've sparked some excitement to kick off a conversation about goals with your child. And hey, if you've got a friend who could use this wisdom, don't hesitate to share the episode with them. It would be much appreciated. Teaching our kids to set goals is an important life skill. And the earlier we instill it, the smoother their journey becomes. Wishing you and your kiddos a year ahead filled with joy, growth, and countless moments of shared success. May each goal set be a stepping stone to a brighter, more fulfilling journey. Here's to making 2024 a fantastic chapter in your parenting adventure. Happy New Year.